Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 630 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. second hour of Oilers now. As always, it's brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Trusted by 630 Ched. Visit their new e-commerce site and order supplies, printers, and more. Digitex.ca TV and radio crossing over today in studio as we have uh, Quinn Phillips in from Global Edmonton. What's your, I guess, what's your official title? Should I introduce you as like Uh, Global Sports Reporter, TV uh, Anchor? Sports Reporter Anchor. Okay. Yes. So you, you do both. So how does that work? Like, what's your split? Like, what's your day, day-to-day day routine? So my week is uh, Saturday to Wednesday. So today's my Friday. Oh. I forgot. Um, uh, so Saturday and Sunday, I'm in studio. I do the 6 and the 11 o'clock sports on the weekend, and then I report Monday through Wednesday. Okay. It's the best job. Yeah, no honestly. doubt. Honestly. Yeah. Although you have to spend your Friday with me, so that's not that fun. Oh, no. I'm having a great time. <laughs> Chris from Phoenix has a, a call here. He wants to... Uh, he says he has a neat story for Quinn. So uh, Chris from Phoenix is on. He's a regular caller to the show. Chris, how you doing? Pretty good. Let's go, Oilers. Uh, can we steal uh, Eric Carlson for a bag of pucks and a <laughs> third-round pick? Oh, um, man. I don't think the Oilers <laughs> are in on Eric Carlson, uh, unfortunately. It sounds like Vancouver might be. Uh, that's interesting uh, in itself. Well, that's but, cool. I'd, uh, rather, I'd yeah. rather have him play for, like, Vancouver, where he's never going to win anything, than, than go to Vegas or, <gasps> or an actual good team. So Throwing let's just hope shade. that they give up, like, uh, a, a ransom a ransom for him. Um, the cool story that I had was, it was a couple of years ago, uh, I'm originally from uh, Windsor, Ontario, and I had a, a my best friend uh, flew out, and we attended a, uh, we're both huge Oilers fans, we're both huge uh, Gretzky fans, and um, he flew out, and we, we caught a, an Oilers uh, Yotes game. And the night before, we were watching uh, another Oilers game, and, and I was making some, some kind of funny, stupid comments regarding... Uh, the, the new play-by-play guy, which I which I which I like, but I was just you know kind of you know giving him the the business. And uh, the next the next day we're at the game and we sit down and it's it's just before the anthem happens, 
and this uh, older, not well, older gentleman and his uh, and his wife walk by me and say, "Excuse me," and I I stand up and them go by and they go by my best friend and they sit down and I'm just focused on the game and my best friend turns around to me and goes, hey Chris, he's like uh, what was that you were saying about uh, Jack Michaels yesterday? And I start going on a rant and he goes, well uh, look who's sitting to the left of me and I look over and it's and it's Rod and I was like, oh my god <laughs> you know, we shook his hand and unfortunately I didn't get to talk to him a lot because my, my best friend was sitting right next to him and he was, you know, jabbering the whole game with him and uh uh, just before, uh, I think halfway into the third period, he uh, he looks over to us and he just says, hey, if you guys want to take some pictures, let's do it now before it gets uh, too hectic. And we stood up, took a couple of pictures. He was he was awesome. He was fun to talk to. And uh, he's he's Oilers royalty. And uh, I, I miss listening to Oilers games. Um, he, he brings back memories uh, just just in high school, just listening to, to, those, to those playoff series and just the raw emotion. And even even... Um, in his last season when, when you could tell that he's been doing it for a long time and he was so frustrated with the way that the Oilers were playing, he was still top-notch and, and to me probably the best announcer that there ever was in hockey. And and let's go Oilers and uh, let's start the season. There you go. Thanks, Chris. When you said an older gentleman walked by, I was going to say <laughs> yeah. very old. <laughs> just joking. <laughs> you know, you can't call anyone old these days, by the way, even if you're just joking about it. But uh, oh, no, it was a cool story. Oh, I there's can call back, my dad old. There's a back, <laughs> you, do you call him the old man? Uh, uh, sometimes. I mostly call him Captain Rod. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there is a backstory behind that because uh, I don't even want to get into it, but people were offended when uh, our producer, who was in, uh, are covering the show last week, called uh, his girlfriend the old lady, and he was just oh, joking. Oh, so. right. But that's... That's how we roll in uh, today's society. Yeah. Uh, you can text us 630-630. You can call us uh, 780-496-0063 on a River Creek Resort and Casino hotline. Our text line is brought to you by Westlock Ford. If you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Olson at Westlock Ford or check out their great selection today at westlockford.com. Worth the drive to get your new ride. There was one uh, question here I wanted to get to for Quinn. Where did it go? Oh, yes, it's about global here, Quinn. Does global ever tell you what you need to do more of some sports more than the others, more local, more NFL, more hockey, etc.? Is it ever dictated what to cover, or do you get to pick? For the most part, we get to pick. They do trust us to to come up with the good stories, which is what's really awesome because we're treated basically as the experts in the room and we know what should be covered. Uh, we do have some producers that are real sports fans. So of course, if they, you know, uh, Kevin Jesus, one of our six o'clock producers is a huge soccer fan, huge. So if a big soccer event is coming to town or an announcement, he makes sure that we're on top of it. <laughs> um, so, but for the most part we're doing, they trust us to, to come up with the best stories that we can. So that's really cool. And uh, we try to keep it as local as possible. So we're never going to get a push for more NFL or, mm. or more NHL outside of the Oilers. So, yeah. Well, having said that, yes, Oilers dominate this market. Uh, yeah. And the Eskimos are right there as well. But after that, uh, you know, the Oil Kings a little bit. U of A, Golden Bears, Nate, McEwen. list goes on. But it is Oilers heavy. And this is an Oilers now show. So we should All get right, your input. let's do it. <laughs> we waited 45 minutes. But uh, we should, you know... <laughs> We should talk a little about the Oilers offseason, get your thoughts uh, on what you expect from this team. I mean, of course, you look at all the moves they made this offseason, nothing major, but they did bring in some veteran-type uh, signings. Of course, uh, Brodziak and Upshaw on a PTO, and they signed Reader. Losing Sekera should hurt. But overall, uh, what do you make of 
the moves this offseason, and are you confident that this team can get back to the playoffs? <sighs> um, <laughs> you know what? I, I, I go back to Connor McDavid at the NHL Awards when he said to the fans, we're going to get better. And you have to know that guy is determined and they will get there. And I think one of the biggest, biggest problems that they had last year, I mean, other than, of course, guys having career seasons and not being able to match that, was that they forgot how hard they had to work. And I think that they learned that the very hard way. So I don't think that that will be as much of an issue this year, which I think will definitely help them and hopefully at least get them out of the gates a little bit stronger because they played that game against Calgary. They were outstanding. And then they thought that that would just carry forward and it didn't and by the time they started to figure it out it was way too late um i think that guys like uh Brodziak, i think upshaw if if he does end up uh, winning a contract i think they will be really good i think that they really miss matt hendricks i think they miss that leadership in the dressing room and i think that they missed that emotional balance in the dressing room from a veteran guy um Sekera definitely, definitely hurts. And, and my hope is that they just don't try to push Evan Bouchard too quickly here. Yeah. That, that, and that's always a concern with the Oilers, right? Yeah. So, well, even uh, Yamamoto, too, he's a young guy. But with him, at least you can send him to the minors. So there's that option. But, yeah, that's an interesting point. Um, I mean, Bouchard could come in and blow the doors off the uh, building to start, but then how will we look as he progresses as an 18? I guess it'll be 19 when the season starts, but that's an interesting debate. Yeah, as the teams get better and all the mm-hmm. other pl- all the players get better into their in-season form and that kind of thing. And, you know, uh, we saw it with Matt Benning. He had a great first yeah. season and, and, and struggled his second year. And, and, I mean, had his struggles in his first season as well. And it, defensemen, you know, you have to be careful with them and we want to be careful with them. Give me your bounce back uh, candidate of the year on the Oilers roster. And there are a lot of them because we just talked, you just said yourself, guys had career years the year before and then they couldn't, you know, deliver the following year. So there are a lot of guys that need to uh, have bounce back seasons for the Oilers. But, you know, which player do you feel most confident will get back to form? Uh, I think that Cam Talbot will be a lot better. The guy that I'm rooting for the most is obviously Milan Lucic because mm. he could be a real difference maker. And I know people talk about his speed. My concern is with his hands and his eyes. I I hope that he's working on hand-eye coordination this summer so that he can receive passes and make passes because that was such a problem spot. And yeah. You mentioned his eyes. Okay, so Bob, have you been listening to Bob at all? Because he talks uh, about maybe Lucic needing to get his eyes examined. I don't know. I've said the exact from. same thing. Okay. And I, I, I like just, just in the NHL, it, could, they have eye know, doctors. I'm assuming he gets it checked. So it's interesting that there's you're, just something off yeah. with him because he couldn't accept passes. It would hit the like butt of a stick. It would hit the toe of a stick. And that's not, that's a basic skill. And so for me, it's, it, he has to get back to the basics and, and concern himself with that rather than worry, being worried about scoring and worried about... Like, I didn't think his speed was necessary necessarily a problem. I thought his timing was okay. It's just that he could never accept a pass that that would continue the play. The, the play would always die on his stick. Mm-hmm. It, it, it didn't even die on his stick because the puck wasn't on his stick <laughs> because he couldn't receive the pass. So... Yeah, maybe you that's have just a confidence issue or something. I don't know. I don't like the I say thing is interesting, but I'm assuming 
like they get their eyes checked every year, like by the team doctors. Like that would make the most sense, I'm sure. Yeah, and I'm I'm sure it it it, it doesn't have to do with his eyes. Yeah. I imagine that it just has to do with like uh, again, like you said, probably the confidence thing, yeah. and and just the the little basic things kind of go, and and he's not worried about that for some reason, and so I think maybe he just has to take a step back and just consider the basics of accepting receiving a pass and making a pass. Well, he did say it was 90% mental uh, with yep. Bob Stoffer um, at the end of the season. So we are rooting for Milan. And yes, as you talked about, if he gets back to the player that he was in his first year at the Oilers, all of a sudden they have a, a good top six winger that can bring something to the table that no one else really can on the roster. So we'll see what happens there. Um, the blue line, you talked a little about maybe Bouchard being uh, pushed with the Sekera injury happening. Um what do you think that say the top four is Nurse Benning on the second pair, and then you have Clefbaum Larson on your top pair? Is that good enough for the Oilers to get back to the playoffs? <sighs> I, I think if Clefbaum can have a bounce back year, I think that you're definitely getting there. And um, I, I just think that all those guys went through p- periods of the season where they were not good enough. Um, Darnell Nurse is going to continue to improve, so I think that you have like a very good defenseman there. And if he continues to improve, I think that there is going to be a ton of growth there, and and he can he can be a real difference maker. I think if Clefbaum the shoulder uh, needs to to not be a problem, and so he can shoot again, mm-hmm. and um, and then Adam Larson. I mean, he had an awful year. What he went through is absolutely terrible, and I don't think that any of us can really understand what he went through, and he still came out, and but I mean, he would make massive mistakes that you could see, and, and so I think that those guys have the ability to, to be good enough, um, but they just, they all have to get better this year. Yeah, Larson at the end of the year, it seemed like he started to put some of that behind him. Uh, yeah, but yeah absolutely. Well, I mean, totally. I can imagine going through what he had to go through, no. like a loss in the family that he had to, his father, of course, and it's really unfortunate. So, I mean, that happens mid-season when you're playing professional sports. Like, that, I, I don't even want to imagine what that would be like just for the, Just the situation around it, like his dad was coming to visit him yeah, and, and just being in the hospital, it just... I I can't fathom at that age and, and so unexpected to have to go through that, so... How many points for Connor McDavid this year? Uh, he's going to score a lot more goals this year because we saw that at the yeah. end of last year he that he learned how to... So you think he gets 50? I think he'll get to yeah. 50. I'm going to give him 50. Yeah. Connor, are you listening? <laughs> Maybe. No, I think he'll definitely get 50 at some point in his career and hopefully it happens next season. Like, yeah, as you talked about, he really started to shoot the puck more and the power play should be a lot better. And if he starts shooting on the power play, like... I mean, he might get 60. You never know. Like, let's, it's Connor McDavid here. Uh, well, and that's the thing, because who would have thought that he would get to 41? Just, you know, he mm-hmm. is a playmaker, and, and everybody talked about how he needed to shoot more. And then he showed himself that he can score by the end of the season. And I think that you have that head of his, and you mm-hmm. go into the summer with that confidence, and you you see... I actually did a story on, on the psychology of Connor McDavid, and obviously it oh, was really? a psychologist from the outside, but he said that the players like that have this incredible ability to see even the most... even the smallest improvements. So imagine, that's a huge improvement. And so now he's going to just... he's going to be able to feed off that so much, I think. 
Yeah, it's an interesting story. I never actually had the chance to watch it. Where can people find that story? That's a good question. I'm I sure did it a couple years somewhere. ago, okay. so I'm going to actually dig it up. And And it was really interesting because it, it was a sports psychologist. And of course, he's never met Connor and he doesn't talk to Connor. But he just said that in typical circumstances with guys like him and Sidney Crosby, that their mental game is so far beyond anything that we could ever understand and that's why they continue to get so much better all the time they don't have dips in confidence it, like dramatic dips in confidence mm-hmm. um, and and the big thing for me was that they saw mu- like even the most minute improvements wow yeah well, stuff like that really fascinates me yeah and uh you sort of wonder maybe that's why he hasn't really been able to find consistent line mates because no one can think the game like he does and the same thing with Crosby because we've seen it seems like these odd wingers seem to stick with him out of nowhere. Maybe he found his match with Nugent Hopkins, of course, who does think the game maybe at a similar level, but Ratty as well all of a sudden comes in and he seems to work with him when other guys just can't keep up to the, the pace that McDavid plays at. And that's the one thing with the Penguins is that they keep having these young wingers coming up yeah. and, and, and these prospects coming up that are able to play with him. So, yeah, you hope that they can just continue to build on that chemistry that they had last year. I mean, what an opportunity for Ty Ratty. If you don't work this summer yeah, to get like, oh, man. way better like I, I you're not going to ever get this opportunity again so he better come in more fired up than anybody in that dressing room well that's the thing but the guys behind him will be fired up too like Paulie Arvey Yamamoto those guys should be like okay maybe there's a chance for me to play with McDavid yeah. because it's wide open so that and that goes back to your initial point everyone should be motivated and uh you know a little bit uh, upset about last year but also determined to get back to 16 17 and it's all across the board with the exception of Carm David, who did even better last year than he did the year before when he <laughs> yeah. won the MVP. But everyone else, you know, needs to step their game up a little bit. So there yeah. is some extra motivation. One twenty-one in Edmonton. We will take uh, a timeout, and then we'll come back and uh, keep chatting with Quinn here. We'll mix in a few more text messages. We might talk. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. A little bit more about the Eskimos as well. Uh, We're having some fun, though. It's Wednesday here on Oilers, now in studio with Quinn Phillips. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Ched. Twenty-five in Edmonton. This is Oilers now. Brendan Ulrich in the studio with Quinn Phillips from Global. I'm Quinn. trying to read the text. Yeah, but I can't so far see away, from here. you can't see everything that's coming in, Quinn. There are a lot of uh, great compliments, though. But uh, Dwayne says, "Love Quinn's delivery, confidence, and amazing smile." This one says, "Quinn Phillips is a pretty sweet girl with a smiley face." <laughs> There's one saying, "Please let her know that 
oh, that was the sweet girl, and he texted again saying, please let her know, okay, thank you, with another smiley face. So you have your fans uh, out here on the radio, Quinn, so... Oh, this I'll is on TV. Back, you guys then. have like you guys probably don't have something like this uh, during your shows. Not during the sh- that would be a little bit detrimental. People wouldn't have much to say either, though. Um, I you know we get our fans and then we get our. I get a lot of why do you yell? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just have a very loud voice. <laughs> My father had a loud voice and he taught me to project as <laughs> a child. So. <laughs> Well, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> he was probably practicing his play-by-play, uh, his, you know, in the house all the time when you were just a little kid and you are sitting there taking notes. And you know what he used to do when I told him that I wanted to get into broadcasting is he used to bring home news um, news shows or whatever, news scripts, and make me read them. Okay. To learn. And then also the other thing that he made me do was put a wine cork in my mouth be- and like hum because it makes your voice go a bit deeper. Hmm. I don't think we needed to do that, but <laughs> no, that's uh, that's interesting. So, did you always want to be then? You always wanted to become a sports personality anchor. I, I mean, know. obviously, when I was younger, there was always like the doctor, the veterinarian. Like my mom owned a vet hospital, so I loved being around animals. Um, but I would say it was for sure late junior high into high school is when I started to really realize that that's probably what I wanted to do because I loved spending time at the rink with my dad. I loved going to the rink with him. Not just for Eric Brewer. <laughs> Not just for <laughs> But mostly because of Eric Brewer. Well, I mean... Uh. By the way, on that note, this I should have brought this up earlier. We don't have much time to dig into this. But would you have asked a male reporter who's hot what you just did is part of the problem, BU, of course, when I was asking you a follow-up question on Eric Brewer? We were just having some fun. I mean, I don't know. I think that's okay to talk about. And I actually really think it's okay because from the female perspective you're given such a hard time saying that like you can't find these athletes attractive but then it's okay for guys to Mm -hmm. say that you know oh Lindsey Vaughn is hot or Eugenie Bouchard is hot but then it's not okay for me to talk about it so I actually feel very freed that you asked me and I (laughs) felt like I could talk about it so just just from that perspective as, as a girl who's around men all the time and it's expected that you're supposed to be this ultimate professional it's okay to talk about this and I well that's what radio is all about you can sort of just talk about whatever you want we just went down all kinds of crazy roads today on the show but it was a lot of fun so i really appreciate you coming in quinn wish we had more time we'll have to do this I, again soon though yeah absolutely anytime i thought that 55 minutes would not go by this fast it does well the news is going on there's some breaks and we're just having fun so it just flies right by so there you have it. But yeah, we I, we have all these ideas now. Like we should do a podcast. We should yep. do uh, so. If any of our managers are listening and they want to cross promote global and six thirty Ched, I think there's all kinds of uh, possibilities there. So Sid, you listening? <laughs> you s- I'll do it anytime. <laughs> yeah, no, like that'd be great to do a sports roundtable podcast featuring some people from Ched. We have some great talent here. You guys have great talent there. We mix and match everyone yeah. uh, together here and there and we talk about uh, whatever's going on in the sporting world. I think that's a great I'm idea. I'm all for it. All right. Well, let's give uh, Jim Haskins a call on that one too. <laughs> 129 in uh, Edmonton. That wraps up this uh, portion of the show. We need to jet off for the 130 news. When we come back, we are going to be talking with Malcolm Cameron. He is the uh, head coach of the Wichita Thunder, the Oilers ECHL affiliate and uh, more interaction as well. That's ahead on Oilers now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.